Hello, and welcome to another episode of Not If I Reboot You First, the podcast that takes our favorite properties and reboots them before Hollywood has the chance to. It's a little bit like brainstorming fanfiction. I'm Lindsay, and I use she, her pronouns. I'm Tanner, they, them, and joining us this week is a very special guest. They have been a magical girl, a keyblade wielder, a squirrel scout, but now they're here. It's Rem! Hi, I'm Rem. I use uh, she, her, and they, them pronouns. Awesome. Ooh. Uh, it's very cool to have you here today. Thank you. <laughs> Excited to be here. Um, so how do we do this? Should I? It's been a while since I've listened yeah, to a guest let's... episode. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're. You're our first guest of the new year, I think. I I know Christina recorded in December, but she may not have been released until January. The important thing is, hey, hey, you're our guest. How are you? Yay, doing good. Um, should I recap what my hint was? Sure, and then and then elaborate because I have an idea because I'm familiar with like words and stuff, but I don't I don't know anything. My idea is very broad and vague. Okay, uh, so the hint that I sent you guys was the warriors of light we need, not the ones we deserve. Um, un- unfortunately, in retrospect, I am uh, I'm rebooting a video game right after Tanner has rebooted quite a few video games. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> let's just get them all out of our system. Uh, but I am going to give us the uh, the Final Fantasy Dissidia sequel that we deserved. Okay. Uh, I am oh. I am getting rid of the the newest one, Final Fantasy NT. We're throwing it out the window, and we're getting a better sequel. Okay. So I have played some Final Fantasy games, and I've never played a Dissidia. Gotcha. I have never played Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, this will be a trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for some reason this is the series that makes the it it all seems fine when you play it but then you try to explain it and you're like yeah so that's when you kill the tree uh and save the world by doing so <laughs> so the gist of the Dissidia series was that somebody at square enix decided we need a fighting game um but they couldn't just do a regular fighting game. So they did this like massive crossover fighting game. And it being Final Fantasy, they had to put plot into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the first one was just kind of realistically it was fanfic thrown at the wall. It was great, but it was a mess. Um the basic idea was that there were 10 char- or 20 characters, 10 heroes, 10 villains from the first 10 Final Fantasies. And there's two gods, there's Cosmos and Chaos, and they each summoned their own little group of warriors, and they fight each other, and then it's revealed at some point that, like, this is actually a cyclical thing, and they just keep getting revived after every war. Uh, and this time, they hatch this big plan to, like, get crystal power, because crystals, that's what you do, you get crystals. Um... <laughs> And Seems legit. <laughs> that, that's just realistically, that's every Final Fantasy. Distill it down to get the crystal, kill a god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so each warrior gets their crystals. Um, probably the coolest part, besides the fact that it's a Final Fantasy fighting game, is that each character's plot kind of parallels their plot from their game. Uh, so, like, Terra from Final Fantasy uh, five or six, who goes through all of this weird amnesia stuff in her game, has amnesia here and has to deal with that, etc. Um lots of parental issues in this game, but everyone gets their crystal and then the the villains kill Cosmos, which is the god of order that w- that had summoned the heroes. And then the heroes use the power of the crystals to kill Chaos and now because both of the gods are dead, everyone goes home. Okay. Nice and easy. That's it? <laughs> nice and easy. Everyone goes home. There's like a couple of weird reveals. Like, there's this implication that, like, okay, so something I should mention. There's something called a mannequin spelled M A N I K I N, which is just like a crystal <laughs> copy of a character. And that's just how they justified having more than one fight per character, basically. Because uh, you can only kill Sephiroth once. That's just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And so if you want to have a big fight a game, you have to have a way to just fight random things. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like some weird implications that everyone might have been mannequins all along. But 
it's vague and it's weird and the plot wasn't that great really but the game was fun <laughs> so it's like smash bros style everyone is just action figures in a kid's room yeah maybe. yeah basically <laughs> it was like oh actually no none of those people were real it's fine <laughs> and then they made the next game which was a prequel and they decided they were going to go all in on having a plot they added a couple of extra heroes some fan favorites that people were like, why wasn't that there? Like Tifa. Which, like, we get it. Cloud had to be the person for Final Fantasy VII, but, like, people wanted Tifa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and that, the, you had that lovely moment that you always have in a prequel where they introduce a new character and you go, oh, you weren't in the other one. What, what happened? Nothing good. Nothing good happened. <laughs> um, they, <laughs> They revealed that this whole thing has been a plot by Shinryu, which is a recurring summon in the series. Uh, it's basically a giant evil god dragon thing. Uh, he's not a god yet, but he's 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 a dragon. And he is the one who gave Chaos and Cosmos the power to like summon these heroes. And he's the one that's been kind of wiping everyone's memory and restarting the cycle every time the battles end. Mm-hmm. And the the weirdness of it is basically he's been trying to become a god. He's using the power of conflict and like the energy that is released every time somebody fights to gain power. And so that's why he just keeps restarting this war. When everybody broke out, though, he like lost all of his power because they took it with them in the form of the crystals. That's fun. He's good. He's fine. He's defeated. Super weak. Weirdness in it is that you didn't actually get to fight Shinryu in that. Uh, you just kind of find out about him and then leave. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I, I've never known Final Fantasy to pass up the opportunity to let you fight a god. Yeah. So that's the first thing we're going to have to fix today. <laughs> yeah, you gotta punch a god. We need to attack and dethrone god. We have to. We have to do that. It's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got... The new game. And everyone was excited when it when it was announced, but then it was just it was not good. Um The plot was bad. It was just Shinryu saying, Alright, so this time I'm gonna make two different gods. They're just the same people again, but like with different names. <laughs> and and I'm gonna summon people again and they're gonna fight each other again, and this time it'll totally work. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers it doesn't work you make friends with some of the other summons like leviathan that just show up a lot in final fantasy and you beat the shit out of him in game over okay <laughs> i think they just kind of rushed it because they wanted it it was an arcade game originally not a console game like the first two were so they just i mean are there any games in japan that don't start as arcade games anymore god you're right <laughs> Yeah, it just, it, it wasn't great. Um, the gameplay was fine, I guess, but it was really just kind of, they turned it from a 1v1 fighting game into like a 3v3 area control fighting game, but while trying to keep the same mechanics, and a lot of people just didn't think it worked. So we're going to fix that, and what we're going to do is we're just going to chop the third game off <laughs> and give us a new third game. The first two are fine. We can keep that. We can keep that plot. It's good. We're replacing the new one. Okay, so by the new one, do you mean the 2015 one? Yes, we're, we're replacing that one. We need, we need a okay. new sequel that's not just Shinryu doing the same thing again. <laughs> Valid. And so that's the first thing we're going to fix. We're going to have an actual plot, and, and Shinryu's going to make a new plan this time. He's going to say, that didn't work. We're trying something new. But it's still a fighting game. Or is it a rhythm game now? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna have to see because I have I have plans. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> so so Shinryu's whole thing was that he got stronger every time somebody fought, and so you know if you grow if you grow stronger from battles if you grow stronger than clashes, there's only one thing better than putting ten people in a room and telling them to fight, and that's putting a couple of thousand people in a room and telling them to fight. Uh oh yeah it's like having having more people involved is probably better um but you know he had to waste all of this energy creating his own little pocket dimension for these battles and 
You know, it's just way more efficient. If we could just bring the battles to you. So much easier. Hmm. Uh, so what, what we're going to do, we're going to have Shimmeru look around. And, and there's a concept uh, called the Void, uh, which is the space between universes. And it is canonically the only thing that connects every single Final Fantasy game. It's like the multiverse, basically. Okay. And he's going to break it. He's just going to break the void. He's just going to break the void. He's going to he's going to collapse it and just smush all of the different Final Fantasy worlds together. We're pulling a battle world here. We're pulling a crisis on infinite earths. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> uh and that's that's where the that's where the this isn't a fighting game comes in um because realistically the only people that can compete with a Final Fantasy protagonist is a Final Fantasy villain. Yeah, that's fair. But but you know who likes to try to compete with a Final Fantasy protagonist? The couple of thousand mooks that are in between you and the villain. Oh, I was I was gonna say like Donald and Goofy. <laughs> I mean that too. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm making Final Fantasy Dissidia Warriors, and we're gonna get Koei Tecmo here to make a Dynasty Warriors oh. game. <laughs> we're going we're going full crossover okay uh yeah i figured you know gundam got a warriors game one piece got a warriors game persona and zelda got one i want one give me a final fantasy one <laughs> that makes sense it it makes a lot more sense to do a warriors game than a, a like a fighting game when you have a sword that big <laughs> exactly like i'm just picturing like you know you got cloud you got all these like shinra troops and stuff and just just have him fight like a couple of dozen of them at once and it'll be fine. Also, we can we can repurpose the mannequins and instead of having them like replace characters to let you have full fighting game battles, we can just use these as mooks so you don't feel bad about like oh, but these are these are people. Like, nah. They're weird crystal construct things. It's fine. They're dolls. Exactly. Break them. Break every doll you've got. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I just, I, I feel like mashing the worlds together would make for a lot of really interesting interactions, because not only do you get all of the, the, the main characters and the heroes teaming up and stuff like that, um, unlike in the first two Dissidias where the villains were explicitly on a team together, you got 15 different people with different plans to destroy the world in their own way. <laughs> They're... <laughs> probably gonna come butt heads a little bit yeah yeah <laughs> like you, you got the i want to take over the world you have the nihilistic everyone needs to die you have the i'm just here for the money like there's so many different villains sephiroth wants to fuse with his mom god that's so weird i i try to forget about sephiroth sometimes I, l l here's Here's a, you, you need to understand, like, I, I know I know elements of Final Fantasy, but in reality, the three Final Fantasies that I've interacted with are Tactics Advance, um, 13, and Advent Children. <laughs> so, so the spin-off, the weird sci-fi one, and the sequel. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Realistically, that is the perfect way to, to interact with with Final Fantasy, <laughs> and then and then I hear th I hear things about the Seven remake, and uh, my friend Lindsay's brother Ryan, I think he said that he thinks the, the Seven remake is actually a sequel to Advent Children, I... and that the villains are going to end up going to be Kadaj and the rest of the boy band. Yeah, I think it is too. I also think they're going to steal my Dissidia <laughs> idea. Well, you know what? That means that they have to pay your royalties. They do. We already we rebooted it first. <laughs> <laughs> we did. It's in the it's in the title. <laughs> That's the that's the extent of kind of the beginning of the plot that I had thought in mind. I figured from here it just ends up being a big like cluster truck of people interacting for ninety percent of the game, and then we end with everyone coming together to fight Shinryu. Um, there's definitely, of course, going to be a couple of villains that that team up with you toward the end. I feel like we can have at least one side quest where you can like redirect somebody's anger at the bad guy instead. Sephiroth, we don't want 
you to summon a meteor on us. You should summon a meteor on that dragon over there. He thinks he's cooler than you. <laughs> Gameplay-wise, the big thing I wanted to do is I wanted to throw in just so many more characters. Like, at least an extra one or two per game. Yeah, like, I, f- I feel you'd need to have, like, three heroes per Final Fantasy game. And then also, like, a bunch of... Because I was... So I was glancing at the 2015 game. And, like, they have a, f- a few... Some of the games have two heroes, but most just have one and the villain, but then they also have spin-off heroes. They do, and that's that's something I wanted to throw in there because one of the thoughts that I had was that if you're if you're collapsing like realities together, you can definitely get some of like these non-canon spin-offs in there. I personally want to do weird stuff with it where we throw in like some of the sequels as just kind of like the timeline is collapsing a little bit. You know, you know what would be the weirdest thing that no one would expect? Ooh, what? Spir- spirits Within. Ah, oh, Spirits Within would be so good. I'm just going to add that to my list. Spirits Within. Sid has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I definitely plan on both Zack and Cloud being there so that we can get lots of, like, nice sword. You too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to, so I, I, so I know, so Lindsay, you said you've, you've basically never touched a Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> the most interaction I got was watching reviews from way back in the, like the angry reviewer days. I think Spoonie did a whole thing about Final Fantasy 13. Gotcha. So there's, there's a character who, she got to be in the second, uh, Dissidia game. Uh, she was the white mage slash summoner from Final Fantasy X. Um, she's pretty cool. She fights with like her summon. She has white magic. She's the love interest, whatever. Okay. Uh, but in the sequel of Final Fantasy X, she's now the main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she has gone from like priestess lady to, I'm just going to throw this, uh, this picture in here. She becomes an idol singer with a Glock. <laughs> uh, so that definitely needs to be playable. I definitely think we need Idol Singer with a gun. Oh! <laughs> okay, so Lindsay, I, I do know some context for this. Lindsay, this is the main character from the game that also had the essentially girl version of Squall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I remember vaguely seeing commercials on YTV and um, the cover art for the game at like Future Shop. <laughs> I, oh god, Future Shop. Is Future Shop even around still? I think it got fo- folded into Best Buy. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, no, because I'm t- I'm trying to hit the right neurons in your brain. This is back when we were fans of Spoonie, and he did the whole thing on Final Fantasy X-2 that ended with him dressing as Yuna and then beating the shit out of himself. Oh god. Oh yeah, yeah. You just forcibly threw me back into like... 2009 that's, that's the goal cause everyone to astral project a decade back when we were all terrible people <laughs> back when we liked spoonie <laughs> <laughs> oh god i mean you, you look at you look at what happened to channel awesome afro and it's like damn spoonie barely did anything <laughs> yeah yeah we used to think he was the bad one <laughs> those were the days but yeah, I I definitely want the weird moments of like interaction between characters like this who have who have like grown up a lot, or in this case, I guess loosened up, uh, because she definitely went from like repressed priestess to I'm gonna fucking live my life, fuck you. <laughs> and I think it would be really fun just to have her meet herself and be like, I'm very different in a year from now. What happened? <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of the fun things that I wanted to do. So first off, I'm, I'm putting in character customization. That's, you can't, you can't not have character customization. Yes. Um, so one of the fun things I wanted to do is there's a couple of Final Fantasy games where the character that got into Dissidia is an amalgamation of everything from that game because (laughs) all of the characters basically played the same. So, like, the first Final Fantasy, you just made a party and you were like, I'm going to bring a warrior and a monk and a white mage. Done. And there was zero characterization. So, the character they got for Dissidia was just the warrior of light. So, 
any of the games like that, I wanted to have a skin for every like version of that character that you could have. Hmm. Because I think that would be neat to be like Warrior of Light, Mage of Light, Ninja of Light. Oh, cool. And then like maybe give people like some of their their like iconic armor from their games. Like, oh, you can have the Excalibur. Just for just for funsies. Yeah. I'm definitely putting more girls in the game, too. Obviously. That's that's rule one. We're putting more girls. So- sorry, Nomura, <laughs> but uh, this is a game for girls. This is a game for girls now. We're actually <laughs> taking out Cloud uh, and putting in Girl Cloud. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm definitely... Uh, there's, a, there's a lot where I... Where I... Because I... I obsessed over this and went through every single game and was like, all right, who would I put in here? And how can I make it a girl? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I definitely had a couple of standouts where I was like, well, that one needs to be in because it's one of the few times that the girl is not just the healer, which is which is nice. I like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I think probably the best standout and she definitely needs to be in it. Because she is the best character in all of Final Fantasy. Uh, so in Final Fantasy 4... No, I said 4. I didn't mean to say 4. I meant to say 5. Okay. <laughs> uh, that is the one where you kill a tree. <laughs> um, one of the four party members is a pirate captain. Uh, and they are the wonderful trope of girl who dresses as boy to be pirate. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the best pirate trope, uh, especially because she only does that for the sake of her crew. Because, uh, I, I mean, this was made in the 90s, but it's not like her crew is like, we could never let a girl be the captain, blah, 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 whatever. It's more of the crew knows and is like, yeah, no, that's chill. She's like the strongest one here. But she dresses as a boy so that other places take them seriously. Okay. She's fun. I'm putting her in. There's also like a Joan of Arc archetype from Six. She definitely needs to go in. We need more girls with swords. Yes. The one that's gonna get really weird. Uh, I'm gonna put a character creation in there. Oh, is this for the the MMOs? (laughs) Yeah, so instead of trying to figure out which of like the 82 NPCs from the MMO I wanted to put in there, I figured what we'll do, there's already like 16 different classes in that game, but they all match up to classes that other people have. So I figured we'll just do like a Soul Calibur type situation where you, you make the character and then you just pick another character on the roster and be like, they fight like this person. Okay. Uh, and if I want to get really fancy with it, I'm going to put an option in there where you can link it to like your, your account on the MMO and just be like, I want to play as my character. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that, would be, that would be awesome. And I know a lot of people would go for it because I'm actually in an interstitial game right now where one player is just playing as their FF14 character. Right, like I, I think it would be a great touch to just be able to be like, let me just log into my FF14 account, download that like character model, and then that's my character. Done. Now, how far out do we want to reach from Final Fantasy? Because I know there's some stuff like Bravely Default isn't Final Fantasy, but it like uses Final Fantasy stuff in it. Yes. So my thought was we stick with Final Fantasy for the game, and then we do DLC for crossovers okay like episode default episode hearts episode octopath as like dlcs that come with a couple of characters and like a story mission (gasps) episode unlimited Ooh, that'd be fun Mm. uh we definitely need like a dragon quest one in there for the ultimate crossover (laughs) (laughs) yeah could could put could put some xenogears stuff in there because apparently it was going to be a final fantasy game they're like oh this is too dark and i'm like have you seen some oh was it really yeah apparently i was i got xeno blade for christmas and i was trying to figure out like i know there's other xeno games how does this connect and i found out like the whole history of xenogears (laughs) which is like Bonkers, yonkers, because it's like, we were making this epic, amazing, it was gonna, an RPG that will change the world, and it was too powerful for Final Fantasy. <laughs> and then the budget ran out, so the second disc is just a movie. So what I'm hearing is, uh, Rex can get into Dissidia Warriors before he gets into Smash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Sora can't, because Sora is owned by Disney. 
Uh, I want Sora in here, though. <laughs> Sora is trapped forever. <sighs> we need to get him out. Free him. Free him. Free him. <laughs> He's got a big-ass key. He can get out, right? <laughs> that's, that's most of what I had prepped, other than just a big list of all the characters I want, but that's not interesting, Radio. <laughs> yeah. It's like, here's a girl with a sword. Here's a girl with a sword. Here's a girl with a gun. Here's a girl with two guns! And one of them can turn into a sword! <laughs> I'm also gonna put every person of color that I could think of in here. Oh, yes, yeah, uh, so there's Saj. not a lot of those. Sa- how, wait, we're I- putting in Saj, we're putting in Barrett. Like, that's that's a requirement. Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially because Final Fantasy just doesn't have a lot of those. I'm also gonna make it super gay. Obviously. I, I don't think yeah. the creators of Final Fantasy realize that this game is, like, designed for sapphics. <laughs> it really is! It so much is. <laughs> and if you don't think you're sapphic, wait. <laughs> and you'll figure it out later. <laughs> oh, we, we're, we're definitely going to make the, uh, the squall and cloud subtext into text. <laughs> yes. I didn't even know they had subtext because they're from different games. They are. It's entirely within Kingdom Hearts. Okay. <laughs> they they have lots of like playful bragging banter and I'm like that's just subtext. <laughs> also they're just the two the two hot guys with nice hair. There was going to be fanfic one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean the main guy who does all the character designs for Final Fantasy, uh he can't help but draw very very pretty people, so. Yes. The one character I do want to specifically mention because he has been a secret joke character in every Dissidia game so far, uh, but he's going to become suddenly very plot important. Um, he is from five. Uh, his name is Gilgamesh, just like Gilgamesh. <laughs> uh, and he is, he has been a joke character for a really long time. He is a sword collector slash mercenary. Uh, and he's one of, like, the antagonists in that game. He kind of becomes the friendly rival by the end. Uh, and because of his failure to stop you, the bad guy throws him into the void. Which we have established is the same void in every Final Fantasy game. So, he's had cameos now and then of, like, popping up, trying to take somebody's sword, and then, like, leaving. <laughs> uh, as he tries to find his way home. And... He's been a joke character in every Dissidia so far. I really just want him to become, like, the linchpin of the plot. I want him to be the one where, when everybody else is fighting, because it's like, you you do the classic comic book crossover thing where two heroes clash because, like, they both think the other person is the bad guy. Uh, They're like, oh, your world is invading my world. And then he gets to be the one that's going to be like, wait, 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 no, no, no. I fought both of you. You're both chill. (laughs) Um, it's cool i kicked that guy's ass last week he's fine (laughs) i i'm on the final fantasy wiki and i found a quote from gilgamesh from final fantasy 14 but where are my manners i have yet to properly introduce myself i am gilgamesh and that is my companion Ankidu. well not really (laughs) it has been many moons since i last saw him so to ease the burden of loneliness i tamed a rooster and painted it green Gilgamesh is very good. Uh, wh- one of his pre-boss fight lines uh, from 5, which, uh, is, so it's the same one, this is the same game that has the pirate lady that I really like a lot. Um, so the the second time you, the second to last time you fight him, he transforms into like a six-armed version of himself so that he can wield every sword he has at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he literally starts the fight by saying, enough expository banter. Now we fight like men. And ladies, and ladies dressed like men, it's morphin time! <laughs> and then, then he transforms into his six-armed form. <laughs> he, is, he is unapologetically the best character in this entire series. <laughs> uh, I think we should give Noctis his car. Oh, uh, yes. As his, like, super mode. He definitely needs to run people over with a car. So I, I have now officially gotten to the end of my notes, besides my list of characters. Okay. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good. 
I just I like the imagery of Final Fantasy. Just because all, all you need to do, just look at a collection of Final Fantasy characters and just imagine them going ham with their swords and their guns and just their summons go. on a bunch of mooks of like skeletons and puddings and whatnot. Yes. Just just tear through them. Like, yeah, it's cool to have, you know, Cloud versus Sephiroth, but what's cooler? Cloud versus Sephiroth and the 800 little, like, plant monsters between them. <laughs> you could also, one one thing you could do, like, there's there's probably going to be, like, a limit break thing, like a super move thing. Um, oh, for sure. There's always got to be a super move. But you could also, like, set a summon in there instead so that... Ooh. Here here comes Alexander. Here's my giant castle mech. <laughs> There's a the castle, castle mech? Mechs. Yeah. There's a castle There's, mech. So all like the summons in Final Fantasy are pretty recurring throughout the games and they all have things that are familiar between them. So like Leviathan is always like a big sea serpent and Shiva is like a frozen warrior and Alexander is like a castle that turns into a mech. Huh. <laughs> Uh, in in one of the in one of the games, it is exp- so you. Uh, I believe nine. You the first town you start in is the town of Alexandria, uh, which is later revealed to just be Alexander in castle form. <laughs> uh, so so when somebody summons Alexander, it the the entire town stands up. <laughs> <laughs> that is a sight. Mm-hmm. It is very good. Uh, we could probably steal the mechanics from the latest One Piece uh, Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, because in most Warriors games, you have a pretty set moveset forever. Yeah. Um, but in Final Fantasy, people like to level up. So in that one, there they had a mechanic where you could equip different abilities. Uh, so like in the One Piece one, Luffy could gum gum rocket or gum gum punch or whatever and you could kind of decide which moves he brought you could probably work that into this one because i feel like everybody's got a diverse enough move set that you could give them like eight or nine abilities and say pick three yeah Uh, I definitely, like I mentioned, I definitely want to bring anything that has a sequel. I want to use weird time shenanigans to bring both the sequel and the regular game in. Um, you mentioned you had played Tactics. Um, what, which which Tactics was it, Tanner? Tactics Advance, the one that has Marsh with his big pizza cutter sword. Oh, perfect, because that's the one I was actually going to mention specifically wanting. Uh, because I really want Marsh to just not be taking this this thing seriously, because this is clearly another dream. I just, I really want him to be like, oh yeah, I'm dreaming again. Let's do this. <laughs> Let's have a battle. <laughs> <laughs> look at, look at that. Does he have a xylophone? It, what? Uh, uh, you know what? It could be. I, you know, you spend your childhood staring at the pizza cutter sword. You miss a lot of other stuff going on with his outfit. You do. <laughs> you, you, you don't notice the belts, the crisscrossed belts that aren't holding up his pants. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate that he has the protagonist cowlick. Yeah. Yeah, his giant Mickey Mouse shorts. <laughs> <laughs> is is Marsh just the protosora? He might be. Yeah. Because yeah, he does have those Mickey Mouse shorts. And and what is that pizza cutter if not a really big keyblade? <laughs> now you can't unsee it. <laughs> I can't. You've done this to me. <laughs> Oh god. Oh, uh there's one really fun one. She's already been in every Dissidia game so far. Uh but she's she's very fun and we definitely need to include her again. Uh her name is Shantoto. Uh and she's she's like a little potato child. She is a gremlin. Um <laughs> And and her her thing, her gimmick as like a character uh is that she speaks exclusively uh in rhymes oh boy <laughs> and and so she she starts every single battle uh with a rhyme so some of the things that she would say are like you can run but i won't make fun i'm sorry to say this isn't your day and like things like that at the start of every fight uh so i definitely think we need to make her a main character of this story specifically so that we can force people to listen to her rhymes <laughs> uh, I, I I think some of these are really mean, but very fun. <laughs> uh, 
Probably the best one is she has one that she says specifically when fighting Leviathan. Uh, the, you know, the giant sea serpent, which is just back to the deep, you slimy creep. <laughs> She's a good gremlin. She's also uh, uncomfortably like the... It's weird. She's got the trope that I hate uh, because she's one of those like looks like a child, but actually like hundreds of years old. But it's not like sexualization. She wears very frumpy clothes, so it's not for bad reasons, I don't think, but it's still weird. I think it's just so that she can rhyme. Yeah, you you can only rhyme if you look like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be a child or a gremlin. Exactly. Which is why I can't write this character. <laughs> it would be the best interstitial character, though. I'm writing that down. <laughs> uh, we're definitely gonna uh, have to uh, do a actual real life raid on the on the uh, Disney headquarters at some point, so that we can free Sora and put him in here, and Donald and Goofy. Fuck it, they're Final Fantasy characters now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, if we can cut that deal with Disney, <laughs> look. If, if you're giving us Sora, you might as well also give us Donald and Goofy, right? Like that's. I mean. I'll, Buy one, get two free. <laughs> I, I should put this on the table that there there should be a Kingdom Hearts Warriors too. Oh, you're right. There should be. Just mm-hmm. instead of relegating like one character into DLC, just make the whole game. There's enough of them at this point. Exactly. And throw some throw some of the Disney characters in there too. I want to fuck shit up as Maleficent. Yes. Right? And maybe we can finally convince the people who don't play Warriors games because they think they're like too simple to give it a try by going hey it's gonna be a plot important to kingdom hearts exactly (laughs) (laughs) you can't skip this one how many just like the rhythm game how many times do we have to explain this to you old man every kingdom hearts game is relevant (laughs) uh yeah i've i think i've managed to say all the random bits and pieces of final fantasy knowledge i have Um, I think we need to lean on the popularity of Kingdom Hearts a little bit and put every character that has ever guest starred in Kingdom Hearts, uh, just because those those ones people will recognize, and we can put them on the box and get people to buy it. Yeah. Oh, what if... Here's a weird one. So what if the the three girls from Final Fantasy X-2, in Kingdom Hearts, they're like fairies for no discernible reason, right? but what if that was just one character alongside the three of them as separate characters? Oh, that'd be fun. So, like, one person-sized character, but it's three tiny, tiny fairies. Yes. That's very good. I like that. Uh, There's actually one that I had planned on putting in there, which is um, there is a character in the MMO. He's one of the NPCs, but he, like, fights by your side a lot. He is a gunbreaker, which is basically what Squall is. He is a person with a gunblade. Okay. Which, in that setting, uh, they actually load them with cartridges. And, like, they have to charge it with mana to, like, use their abilities. Um, but he cannot use magic. He has no connection to magic in the setting. Uh, so whenever he is in your party, he actually comes with a secondary character who is, like, a healer, basically. And whenever he tries to use the reload mechanic that you have to use as a player, uh, instead of him going through the normal reload animation, he holds his hand up and he's like, Throw me the cartridges! And, like, the other person charges them for him. Uh, so I think that could be a fun, like, Ice Climbers-style duo character. Yeah. And just be like, you got you got the one cool melee guy, and then, like, the magic person that does the, the support stuff. Also, we should just have, like, seven different SIDs. <laughs> no, no SIDs. This is a SID-free game. This is a SID-free game? Not even, not even the prettiest SID. I know so few SIDs. Uh, that's fair. There's uh, there's one SID, which is basically the uh, the Char Aznabal of <laughs> um, <laughs> of uh, fucking Final Fantasy. <laughs> uh, you actually would have met him in some of the side quests in Advance, uh, Tactics Advance, Tanner. Uh, he is. I'm trying to find a good picture of him with his freaking suave mask look here he is he's just like a ladies man with a mask uh-huh. i don't i don't know this man <laughs> uh he's only in like some of the side quests and the post game stuff but all of his abilities in that game his, his class is like lady killer or whatever 
and all of his abilities are like stronger if you have girls on your team. Okay. And don't work on female characters. <laughs> oh, that mu- that must be from one of the different tactics games cuz this is the Sid from Tactics Advanced. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, I'm thinking of Tactics Advanced 2. Okay. Or as they called it, A2. Because it was no longer on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Final Fantasy makes stupid names. We have to. We can't just call this the City of Warriors. We have to call it something weird. Uh, Final Fantasy Dissidia 2.5 Warriors of Darkness and Twilight Light. Remix. (laughs) Remix 0.7. <laughs> I feel like if it was named like that it would sell better. Yeah. Just add add more and more subtitles to it. Just abuse that colon. Yep. <laughs> just abuse, absolutely just run that colon into the ground. Not even it's not even a linear name. Like the, the box art it just has the name like it goes and like branches off in two different directions and like goes down each side and then rejoins at the bottom. <sighs> Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> and Knuckles. And Knuckles. And Knuckles. Can we get Sega to play ball? Can, can this be and Knuckles? <laughs> <laughs> didn't oh, didn't God. Sega collaborate with Squeenix at some point? Um, maybe. I, I know they're at least playing nice. Uh, because the most recent Yakuza game very heavily references Dragon Age. Not Dragon Age, Dragon Quest. <laughs> I said the wrong name. Uh, but yeah, they, they very heavily re- uh, reference Dragon Quest in the latest Sega game. So maybe. Maybe, maybe. we can get Knuckles in here. If we can make Final Fantasy to City of Warriors and Knuckles, I, I could die happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just Knuckles. And don't even mention any other Sonic characters. No, yeah, just just Knuckles. Uh, we just treat Knuckles as if he's from like one of the Final Fantasy worlds. <laughs> Don't even mention it; it's fine. He's he's from the Chocobo world. <laughs> one of the playable characters should be a Cactuar. Oh yes. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's any named Cactuars, but like, even if there's not, we need to just put one in there as like the lethal joke <laughs> character. We'll, we'll make the Cactuar that character where when you first try it, you're like, this is this is bad. But then, like, it's really good later. Cactuars are the best. We also, we what if we just have a whole, like, little monster squad and we put, uh, we do like what you said with the fairies, and we put a Cactuar, a Moogle, and a Tonberry. Tonberries deserve to be playable for once in their lives. The most threatening, oh. they are the most threatening thing in the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> uh that that knife does a fixed amount of damage and that damage is based on how many monsters you have killed. Oh dang. Oh. <laughs> so the more level grinding you've done in a Final Fantasy game, the more a Tonberry will fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good and very cute and I want a plushie of it. Mhm. All right, is is there anything else we can uh think of for this? I'm I am sco- like staring at lists of things to try and gather my thoughts. Uh oh, uh one of the characters that I want to throw in as like a focus character, uh just out of pure this is a character that I like uh is Selfie from Final Fantasy 8. Uh she is precious and adorable and completely super innocent and would never do anything wrong except that's a lie uh she uh her <laughs> her her entire thing is that she is the the happy-go-lucky precious innocent character uh except anytime somebody is trying to come up with a plan she will come up with the most violent option you can think of like the the, the first time you have her on a mission is you're trying to kidnap uh a, a politician and the eventual actual plan is to ambush his train and, like, disconnect his car from the train and, like, kidnap him that way. Uh, but her plan is, as soon as she hears he's going to be on a train, she goes, Oh, got it. I'll get the rocket launcher. 
And then you're like, no, 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 no. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna sneak on board. We're gonna decouple his train, and she's like, oh yeah. Then we blow it up, right? <laughs> uh, she is absolutely the best and needs to be a focus character, specifically so she can threaten to blow things up the entire game. That's how. That's how you finally defeat the boss. That is. Oh, she'll def. Yeah, she's gonna bring the C four. Everyone's gonna have their like weird magic, and she's gonna have C four. Yep, yep. one in debt C four. <laughs> Uh, she does have a spell in the game she's from. <laughs> she, it's called Overwhelm, and it's literally, it's the only guaranteed one-hit kill on any character in the game, where the entire party is inexplicably transported into a field of flowers. She runs over to the enemy, and then the camera swivels to only show the other party members, and you just hear absolutely sickening, like, ripping and tearing noises as everybody else cringes watching this. And then when it cuts back, she's standing there alone, and it's like, victory! <laughs> I like her. I think she's the only character who's ever been able to cast that spell, too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all I've got on this at this point. Uh, Alright, yeah, I don't have anything else to add either. Lin- Lindsay, I feel like you've given all you can. Yeah. Um, I'm so sorry, Lindsay. I don't know. Maybe my brother can give me a crash course in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's got to be a reason why he once spent all night finishing the most recent remake. Because, like... Oh, the seven, he yeah. Said, so I'm going to go to bed. Ryan is like, yeah, I'll probably go to sleep in about an hour. I get up in the morning to start my day because this is just at the beginning of lockdown. <laughs> so I go over <laughs> down the hall and he's still playing the game. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <sighs> yep. All right. Uh, I guess in that case, I'm going to reach into the void between worlds and I'm going to pull out the Warrior of the Friendship promo. Hey, Scales, is this thing on? Yeah? Okay. Hello, I'm Asher Flinhart, and if you're hearing this, that means you can listen to the World of World of Your podcast. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. The show is me, my five friends, Scales and Plaque the Created, OJ the Koboloi, Rhodes the Stone Idolon, and Ori the Moon Elf. We play a free indie TTRPG called World of Air, run by the people who write the game and their friends. Watch us travel the magical city-states of our cozy, friendly, and wild world, learning new skills, and enjoying a lot of new adventures in a Saturday morning kind of style. We release every other Wednesday on all major podcast platforms. You can also follow us on Twitter at Wildervere, or on a Discord server you can find at worldofwildervere.card.com. Thank you so much for listening to our travels. Rose is going to flip when we, he hears we have clout, whatever he called it. Bye-bye! Skills, you can... You can stop now. What do you mean OJ's gone? So, Rem, thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm so sorry that I picked something uh, that that not everyone here knew about. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. It, it, It wasn't the first time. It won't be the last. Now we know things. Yes. <laughs> uh so tell us where can you be found on the internet? Uh yeah, I can be found uh on Twitter at R E M Speedwagon. That's S P E E D W A G O N. Uh I can be found on itch.io where I make playbooks for various RPGs at the same name R E M Speedwagon.itch.io. Uh and I can be found on the podcast Kingdom Hearts of Forgotten Era uh on Twitter at KH underscore A F E. Uh, where we play interstitial, our hearts intertwined, and we play Kingdom Hearts, uh, set about 80 years before the games. And it's good. <laughs> we try. I'm a magical girl, so. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, how about yourself? I can be found on Twitter at lindsaym476, that's Lindsay spelled with an A, and you can get to all my other social media bullshits from there. Tanner, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at SparkyUpstart and Instagram at SparkyYoungUpstart. You can also find this very podcast on Twitter at N-I-I-R-Y-F-Pod. Those are letters for not if I reboot you first, and they're pronounced... Wark! 
<laughs> you can also email us at not as at not if I reboot you first at gmail.com where you can send us your comments, critiques, criticisms, and favorite buster swords. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's where you could send us a friendship promo, be it an audio clip or a proof for us to read. Either way, we'll put it in a free ad for your podcaster, YouTube, even your DeviantArt. You can even ask to be a guest, but if you do, make sure you send us a hint instead of the entire idea because we like being surprised. If you'd like to support us directly, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash first. We can get several bonuses by supporting us financially. We're not, not going to tell you what those bonuses are because we're still working on it. Uh, but one of those bonuses is a weekly shout-out for all our patrons, including Charlie, Cassidy, Christina, Julia, and Rem. Hey, that's you! That's me! <laughs> Thank you all. Um, and obviously we understand that there's a lot of other much more important stuff going on in the world than just our podcast, so if you would rather just hang on to that money to help yourself or help people with GoFundMes going on to help their personal situations get better, then obviously we'd much rather you do that. Um, but if you want to support us another way, you can leave a rating and review for us on your podcatcher of choice, and if we're not on your podcatcher of choice, then let me know and I will try and get us in there. Not If I Reboot You First is a member of the Corner Podcast Network, and you can find out more about the other awesome shows we share the network with at CornerPodNet on Twitter. And last but not least, our cover art, as always, is by Alex, aka Pachu, and her work can be found on ptchew.com. Our theme music is done by our friend Sean Clake, and you can contact us to find out how to contact him if you'd like music of his own for your own. So Lindsay. Tanner. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, the peoples have choiced for next week once again. Yes, and the people have chosen to go to the danger zone because they have a need for speed. Yeah. Yes, they have a need, a need for speed. They've got a fever, and the only solution is more speed. <laughs> Which is probably what the doctor would prescribe if you went to him in the 70s or the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, we'll be siphoning off Pentagon money for the gay agenda, so... Yes! Finally! <laughs> <laughs> but I guess that's not if we reboot you first. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody! <laughs> Bye. Bye <people. laughs>